Welcome to the Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast. This bonus episode features the first two chapters of the 12 Pillars of Peak Performance Storybook that is available today through Friday for 50% off by visiting briancane.com. The 12 Pillars of Peak Performance, a story about becoming a peak performer. Book one in the 12 Pillars of Peak Performance book series by Brian Kane. Read by Brian Kane, Matthew Morse, and Aaron Kane. Edited by Mary Lou Schuler. Digitally mastered by Jonah James Bayless. Introduction Matthew Simons is a well respected and highly sought after business consultant who has reached a pivotal crossroads in his life. Spending 280 days a year on the road is taking its toll on his health and on the relationship with his wife and kids. He is on his way home from consulting in Detroit to celebrate Thanksgiving and his wife's birthday with the family when his travel plans get interrupted unexpectedly and puts him into a tailspin of negativity where he just can't take it anymore. Coach Kenny, a former Olympic athlete and current sports psychologist to some of the greatest coaches, athletes, musicians, actors, and corporate executives in the world, invites Matthew Simons to get a checkup from the neck up to stop feeling sorry for himself and start living a life by design by following his optimal system of living, the 12 pillars of peak performance. Coach Kenny and Matthew Simons take you on a journey into the soul of a man and the system of success that has helped create champions in all aspects of performance. The system that has helped Coach Kenny and his team will serve Matthew Simons in his pursuit of becoming more, and it will serve you in yours. Chapter 1. The Tarmac I couldn't wait to get home. I had been on the road for 13 straight days and was so fired up to get home and see my beloved wife, Erin, daughter, Brina, and son, Michael. I knew that if I could just make it through this week, I would be home for Thanksgiving and her birthday and would be able to invest the time into my family that I wanted to but had been unable to because of being too busy at work. Then, what I hoped and prayed wouldn't happen, did. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We are having some mechanical issues and are going to have to return to the terminal. My heart sank. Another delay. As I sat there, I muttered to myself, you have to be kidding me. The old man sitting next to me, who I thought was sleeping, opened his eyes, looked over at me, and said, I'm sorry. What did you say, son? Oh, nothing. I was just talking to myself. Well, I thought you were complaining that we were going back to the terminal. I'm just glad we didn't take off. The last thing you want is for the captain to diagnose a mechanical issue once you have taken off. Then none of us are getting home. Better late and alive than never, I always say. That's a great point. I just wish I could get home on time once in my life. Home? Home is where your feet are, and right now, you are on this plane. So you might as well enjoy it, because from the looks of it, we are going to be here for a while. My name is Ken. My friends call me Coach Kenny. What's yours? I'm Matthew. Matthew Simons. Well, Matthew Simons, it's nice to meet you. I am on my way home, too. I live in South Lake, Texas. Was here in Detroit seeing some of my friends. Coach Kenny, did you say you live in South Lake, Texas? So do I. Small world. 
Did you say your sons are in Detroit? Yes. I work as a sports psychology coach, and although the coaches and athletes I am working with up here are my clients, I consider them my friends and teammates and treat them like my sons and daughters. I think of them like that so that I can be my best for them. What brings you up here, Matthew Simons? My job. I work as a business consultant. I was up here seeing some clients and putting out some fires. Nothing too exciting, actually. That's too bad that you don't find what you do to be exciting. You only get one chance at this game called life, and one of the keys to victory is to find what you love and do it every day. When you do that, you will never work a day in your life. After the Olympics in 1960, I went to work as a sports psychology coach and have never worked a day in my life. I love it. I want to do it. It keeps me up at night and kicks me out of bed in the morning just like training for the Olympics used to. Now at 80, I can't move as well as I used to, but my mental game is better than ever. I had no idea I was sitting next to an Olympic athlete. My wife was an Olympic ice hockey player. I'd always been fascinated with the dedication and commitment that she made to her training and to her mindset. Coach Kenny, you look like you should be competing still. I mean, he was in great shape for any age. For 80, he was an absolute specimen. That's awesome that you were an Olympian. What sport did you do? I did the decathlon. You know, the one where you do four runs, three jumps, and three throws as you get crowned as the best athlete in the world if you win. Well, I never won a medal, but the lessons I learned in training and the lessons I learned since the Olympics have been worth more to me than any medal would have been. Don't get me wrong. I love to win. I just love to learn more. You see, Matthew Simons, in life, there are winners and, what do you think? Winners and losers? No. There are winners and learners in life. And the biggest gold medals of them all go around the necks of those who learn the most. You are either learning or you are getting left behind. You are either learning and growing or you are staying the same and dying. And it looks like you have a whole lot of learning to do, Matthew Simons. How much do you travel for work? About 280 days a year. 280 days a year on the road and you are married with kids? You won't be married for long, in my opinion, if you keep it up. Proximity is power in any relationship. And if you are on the road that much, it sounds like you are living to work instead of working to live. Coach Kenny was right. I was treading on thin ice. I had let myself go physically. I had not been as present with Aaron, Brina, and Michael as I wanted to be. I had not been home much at all. The money was good, but the lifestyle and the travel were killing me. I wondered how Coach Kenny could, could know so much about me so fast sitting here on the tarmac. Was this guy a wizard? Or was I really wearing my life on my sleeve that easily for people to see? I thought that if he could see it, so could my clients. And maybe that was part of why I had been underperforming lately. When we got to the terminal, passengers started getting up and heading back inside. As I took my phone out of my pocket to text Aaron that I was delayed again, I sat there numb, taking to heart what Coach Kenny had said about winners and learners, about either growing or dying, about not working a day in your life when you loved what you did, about proximity being power, and about living to work versus working to live. I used to love what I did, but I think I lost some of that love. As I finished sending a text to Aaron, I looked up and he was gone. I was one of the last ones on the plane. I got up and started walking back into the airport, hoping that they would get the plane to fly. I just wanted to go home.
chapter two, the next flight. When I got to the top of the jet bridge and walked into the airport, the line at National Airlines ticket counter looked like a line of people walking into a Motley Crue concert. It was packed. My flight from Detroit to Dallas wasn't the only one that had been delayed. Rather than wait in line to find out what was going to happen, I called the National Airlines Customer Service Center. After waiting for almost 20 minutes, an operator picked up the phone and said she had good news and bad news. The good news was that due to the mechanical issue with the plane, I had automatically been booked on the next available flight back to Dallas. The bad news was that the flight wasn't until Saturday morning. Saturday morning? It's Wednesday. Thanksgiving is tomorrow and my wife's birthday is on Friday. I have to get home today. I'm sorry, Mr. Simons. This is a busy time of year for travelers. You know, and that flight on Saturday is our next available seat. I checked with our partner airlines and they don't have any available seats either. Now my records show that they have not officially canceled your original flight yet. So I'd stay by the gate and keep your fingers crossed. Want to continue the journey with Matthew Simons? Pick up your copy of the 12 Pillars of Peak Performance Storybook, which includes the paperback copy and the audiobook download by visiting briancane.com today.